The following is a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you may hear do not necessarily represent the views of KUNV Las Vegas, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Good morning, Las Vegas! How are y'all doing? Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Let's Talk with Leah and Rhonda. I'm Rhonda Nolan and she's Leah Crawford. And we're here today to talk to you about small business. Small businesses, the ins and outs, the tips and tricks. We are here to give you some suggestions on how you can improve your business. How you can improve your business. And Rhonda... (laughs) COVID-19, I can just say COVID-19, 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 this pandemic has either you got stronger, yep, you got stronger, you identify where your weaknesses are, and you're able to pull it through. And, right. if, and if you're not there yet, get it together, because we're pulling through this. We're pulling through we're this. We're pulling through it. We're pulling through it. Um, my, my heart goes out, though, to those of us that have lost loved ones, have lost people close to us. Um... And I know it's hard, but just know that this is a season. This is a season. And once we get through the season, you know, we're on to bigger and better things. You know, the fabulous thing is Las Vegas is opening back up. We're opening back Las up. Las Vegas is going to open back up. Yay. I, I, we need tourism. We need people. We need people to be safe. Our small businesses, I mean, we really see that we are a, a, a society that's social. <clears throat> we are. We're a social society, so we need we need the people to come. We need those bodies. We, we need do. those bodies. We need our bars, our restaurants, our lounges. We need the outlet personally. We need to you know be able to leave home and go somewhere and let our hair down, have a cocktail, have a meal, and talk to our friends, talk to our bartenders who are also our therapists. Well, see, let me we say. Well, right, right. Well, the funny thing is, I know for me. I realized that my teacher, you know, the teachers weren't lying about our kids sometimes. We we saw firsthand how they act in school. I know for me, I had to tell my son, hey, sit down, pay attention, <laughs> pay attention. I mean, I know you're looking at a computer screen, but act like you're in school. I mean, we're going to assimilate this the best that we can. So listen to your teachers at parent teachers conferences. They are telling the truth. They are telling the, it's, it's based on some facts about how they act in school. But small business owners, you know, the second round of PPP, they're actually funding now. They're People, funding. They're funding. The loan forgivenesses are coming out. They're giving those. They're, they're giving those. Um, what I can say is from dealing with our, my clientele, we're filing extensions, though. Yeah. We're filing extensions on our tax returns and this you know because it's tax time it's fabulous it's tax time Mm -hmm. we're filing extensions because there's still a lot of questions about how do we handle those funds Mm -hmm. you know there you know we can we can get into accounting jargon but there's still questions around it Mm -hmm. and we want to do the return one time we want to make sure that we have all the information that we've um, read all the different documents of how do you handle certain credits Um, because yesterday a client called me about an ERC credit that you're eligible for as a small business owner that files, you know, weighed 941s if you if, if your PPP funds ran out. And just making sure that we are giving our clients the best return, that they are getting all the credits that they are eligible for mm-hmm. and that we have the documentation to back up the position mm-hmm. that we took on their tax return. Right. And then I was also seeing guidance out there where I guess accountants are getting fed up with the with, with the tax prepared that comes in and sets up and, and sets up shop and then goes away. 
Oh. Uh, they're kind of getting frustrated with it. And yeah. They're saying that, you know, these people are coming in, they're doing these false, you know, fraudulent returns, mm-hmm. claiming these businesses that don't exist mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And it's like, you know, some of us are out here really doing the work. Right. And patronize those of us that are truly, truly doing the work. You know, we got our, we're set up. When you get that letter from the IRS, mm-hmm. you don't have to find us. Right. We're there. Right. You know, um, <laughs> the same, I'm, I'm, I'm on the same corner that I've been on for the past 11 years. I will be right there. We answer the phones every day and well, weekdays, I should say, from 10 to 4. <laughs> and we're there and we can, if we took a position mm-hmm. on your tax return, right? we can basically back up the position because we've done the work mm-hmm. to understand the position that we took on the return. So if there are any questions, we can answer the question. And make it easy for your tax a tax accountant. Get all your paperwork together before you come to see them. Get your documents together. All of everything, you, any type of paperwork you have, your 1099s, your W-2s, your 941s, your 944s, whatever it is that you need to give them so they could review the information and determine which direction to go in on your tax And return. be honest. Yeah, be honest. And be honest. Because I know for me, I get, for my clients... When you leave out of my office, you understand, at least I believe you understand because we've had a conversation about it and we have, you've had the opportunity to ask questions. Well, Leah, why is this number there? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Why is this number there? What does that mean? Mm-hmm. So that you can have an intelligent conversation because if you are trying to buy a house, guess mm-hmm. what? You need tax returns. That's right. If you are, um, well, buying a house is the biggest thing. Buying a house, you need tax returns. If you are getting small business loans, you need tax returns. Any kind of loan. And if you are for filing returns. to get any type of certification, you, you need, need tax, tax returns. returns. <laughs> and you need to understand what those numbers mean because what you don't want to happen is later on, you know, five years from now, you got to, well, three years from now, you got to pull this 2020 tax return because they always ask for three prior, two, three prior years. That's right. And you don't know what is on your return. Right. And you're like, well, I didn't know this person's schedule you know, put me as a small business owner. Okay, I know for us, when they come into our office and they have these Schedule C, you know, these small businesses, where's your business license? Right. You know, uh, uh, mm-mm, go get the business license. Right. How are you conducting this business without the proper licensing? Mm-hmm. And I used to get, guess a little, you know, a little bit weary about asking people, they were like, Lee, you asked too many questions. No, I asked the questions because if we're ever asked later on, we got the backup documentation. That's right. Got the backup documentation. If you have an LLC, you know, did you file your annual fees? Mm-hmm. And if you didn't file your annual fees, I love the state of Nevada. Just go file them and pay the fee. Just go file them. File. Go file it. Do it. Do it 30 days early. Do it 30. <laughs> Best practices. Do it 30 days early. When the Secretary of State sends you the notice, just pay it. And they start sending out notices 90 days in advance, 60, then 30. Then 30. Pay the people. Just pay the people. Get it over with. Pay the people. Pay the people because you're in business. That's right. And it's a small price to pay if you're in business. Or, you know, like for me, because I get a lot of questions, too, about people that want to go into business and what should they do? And my first suggestion is do a Schedule C, pay the cheap license, see if it works first before you start investing money and setting up corporate structures and stuff like that. And then depending on what type of business it is, certain businesses, you want to do that in the beginning. But for the most part, I want to say, you know, for me, best practices about maybe 70 percent of the time. Jump out there and see if it's going to work. Yeah. See if that little knickknack you want to sell, if people are going to buy it. Widgets, candles, bottle openers, whatever it is you come up with. Whatever it is you come up with. Start out as a sole proprietor. So the last one I got was somebody wants to do bracelets. 
Oh, lovely. They want to sell bracelets. And, and they I, can. And they, and they can. I was like, just set up the schedule, see, and, and just figure out what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. Do you really want to be a business owner? Because being a business owner, the pandemic was, I know, harder for us because what we work for is how we eat. Correct. You know, and as as my, what you kill is what you eat. Right. You know, I didn't have a paycheck coming in. Right. Every other week, you know, not eligible for unemployment and all that other stuff. So for but, the the just the thought, I remember March 16th, which is my birthday, March 16th, like, oh, my God, we're shut down. Well, what does that mean? And what we have to work on as small businesses, and this is something that the big businesses always have, is they have reserves. So if something goes awry, they can keep the train on the track. With small businesses, we tend not to have reserves. We tend to live day to day, week to week, paycheck to paycheck. We have to change our mindset. So what we learned from COVID-19 as a small business is that you need to have reserves. And then what is that? But what is that reserve? So how how do I build? And I think we've had this conversation before. How do I build that reserve? Well, you know, on a monthly basis, how much and not with the extra stuff. Right. How much does it cost for you to operate your business? Correct. What is your rent payment? What are you paying your what 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 are the salaries? What are, you know, your utilities, um, supplies? What are if you had to go bare minimum, what if you're a minimalist, what would it take for for, for, for you to survive? And best practices with that is minimum six months. Mm-hmm. So if you know that your business takes ten thousand dollars a month to survive, you multiply that times six. And you're gearing towards sixty thousand somewhere sitting, right? Sixty thousand somewhere sitting. I mean, and and I know some financial some 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 financial advisors might say something different, but you want money that's sitting somewhere or have access to sixty thousand. So in six months, you can change the trajectory of your business. Correct. And when we say sitting somewhere, we don't mean sitting somewhere taking a nap. We mean sitting somewhere and it's making some money. It's sitting in a savings account. It's sitting in a, a high interest account. It's sitting somewhere, but it's making money. So your sixty thousand is making money. So if an emergency occurs and you, you have to go in there and you dip have in to, it, and you have you'd access, be okay. exactly because you because you need to have access to gotta it. have access to gotta it. have access to it in case something happens. Mm-hmm. And I guess learning all of learning this because you should also do that personally. That's right. Know how much it takes for you personally to survive. Mm-hmm. So if you know your your rent or your mortgage is X amount of dollars and then you have to pay utilities, you know, utilities don't go anywhere. Utilities. Right. And you have to buy food. How much is that? So for the average person, it might be about three thousand dollars a month. Right. Times six. That's eighteen hundred dollars. So if you're a small business owner with your household. Eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand. OK, I'm sorry. Eighteen thousand dollars. So eighteen thousand dollars plus the 60 from the business. You know, you need about eighty thousand dollars sitting in a bank account somewhere or somewhere sitting you, somewhere. You need, you need to have you don't access. Touch. You need to have access to about eighteen thousand. And then we were talking about, I mean, we never really talked about managing debt on this show as, as a small business owner, because you're right. We we operate check to check on what's coming in. And to change that mindset, it takes work. It, it takes work. So how I started, because I, I started changing my mindset about that about three years ago. How I started was if I make a hundred dollars, I'm saving X percentage. My operating expenses are X percentage. My um, my paycheck is X percentage and working those percentages out until I got to 100 percent and every hundred dollars I'm doing this. Let me tell you what it did. It helped me get to that reserve. Right. Slowly. Mm-hmm. It was a slow walk. But I also realized that shiny things weren't as shiny. Right. 
I had a different thought about it because before it was, well, I want this. So I'm going to go ahead and save the money to get that. Now it's okay. So I want this. I have these percentages. It might take me a little bit longer, but how do I work to get there and working out, working on a true financial plan. And it was reading a bunch of books. um, Then taking it in and understanding it Mm -hmm. after I understood it and was like, okay, but you still want to live this life. You know, what's the lifestyle that, that you want to live and looking in the mirror and being really honest about the lifestyle you want to live. And then how much does that lifestyle cost? Right. You know, is it feasible? You know, what can you cut back? And what I can tell you is you walk a lot differently when you got money in the bank. Right. You negotiate a lot differently when it's not when when you're not coming from a place of scarcity, but a place of abundance. And being in that place allows you for me more loving, more caring and really to give a good service, a good service, because I'm not just trying to get the client because I need the money. I'm getting a client because I truly, truly want to do business with you. I want to provide you the best service. I want to do the research and I'm not compromising on my fees. Right. And in my circumstance, and like like many small businesses out there, we work for corporate companies and they pay on net 30 and net 60 mm. days. Wow. What did we learn last year? Well, first of all, you have to put systems in place to make sure you get your money from your clients. And I learned this way before 2020, before I would take on a contract and not even ask for a deposit. I would let the person pay me at the end of the, the, the event that no I would more. do for them. No more. No more. I learned that lesson. Now, you know, I learned this in 2000. In 2019, I changed my business model. If I'm doing an event for you, I need 50% of the money up front and then 50% of the money when the event is done. Period. End of story. And see, for my main business, because it's taxes, it's cash and carry. Right. Well, that's good for yeah, you. Yeah, but, but I had to change it because at one time, you know, people were coming with a sob story. Oh, I don't have the money right now. Well, guess what now? Oh, you don't have the money. Well, you can't file it. People spend money on what they want. So people if it's spend. important enough for them to get their taxes done or any other service, they would come with cash. But I also realized that when I I changed my philosophy about how I do business. Right. So did they. Mm-hmm. I started getting paid. I was like, well, who knew? Right. In addition, another thing we learned from last year as small business owners is know your banker. Huh. It is very key to know your banker. Whichever bank you do business with, you need to know your banker and bankers. You need to know the manager of the bank. And you need to know the people that help out the business section of the bank. Your banker should know your name or at least know your face. And know what business you're in because you never know where, where, where your referrals are coming That's from. That's right. So basically, to me, in my opinion, doing banking online is convenient But you need to walk into your bank and know the people who work there. Because when PPP first hit, Last year, when they when we was had available. a banker, then we have a we had, we had a couple bankers. We had a couple call. bankers. <laughs> had now, a couple bankers let me call. just say, I had been with my particular bank for ten years and didn't have a banker. Didn't know who. Didn't know anybody in the bank. So when I had questions on how do I fill this out, what do I need, there was nobody to ask because I didn't have a friend. Now, on the other hand, another good friend of mine who banks at the same bank knew everybody in the bank and they hand walked her through the whole situation well, I, and helped her. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Well, She's thing- like, well, Rhonda, I have the relationship with the banker. I talk to them every time I go in there I'm like oh I don't go in the bank I do everything online well and same thing that well for me it was at multiple banks having relationships with multiple people right you know the one at my bank where you know I'm on the phone at night applying for my PPP she's on the phone with me right right um, at another bank where a lot of my clients bank having that person there say Leah we're not really that good at it send your client somewhere else because we haven't mastered that yet right and then having another relationship with somebody that was working with the policy and they were you know just giving me you know heads up this is how you do this this is how you do that and 
relationships became just so important. Very important. Just very important. And not only that, but the relationship is not who who you know, it's who knows you. Correct. And then the thing about being ethical, having integrity, and them knowing the type, just the type of people that you're dealing with because you've already, you know, you've done the work. You've done right. the work. And I've like, we've, we've seen a lot of stuff during PPP. We have. We've seen a lot. We've seen a lot of stuff. And we've had to turn some people away. We have. We've had to turn some people away. We have gone on and above to help some people that we couldn't help because right. it was just out of our control. It was too late. Right. But what I can tell you is I love the fact that we, that we're there. And right. we're willing to, I mean, we, we've cried, we've laughed, we've done all, I, I think we've felt every emotion during this pandemic. We've even, I've, we've even tested positive for the virus and had to do things a little bit differently. Yep. But what I can say is my name, um, me and Rhonda have worked hard, have worked hard through this. Um, my name is Leah Crawford. That is my co-host. Rhonda Nolan. And we we are here for you as small business owners because with large companies, they got a team of accountants. Right. As small business owners, you know, if you don't if you don't know an accountant, have one on your Rolodex or not just somebody to do your taxes, but an accountant. Somebody right. that understands the numbers, somebody that has access to the codification system that can understand how you do transactions, help you grow your business. Because as a business owner, you know, you're, you're you're working on in the business. Right. You're trying to make sure that you're making money. Right. You know, and you just need to have that 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 squad. Right. To help you work on the business. That's right. Looking at your marketing, looking at your promotions, you know, the professional that that's what they do all day. So they can tell you or explain to you exactly what you need to do. Having that accountant. So when those numbers come in, they can go ahead and push those those ratios out and look at people in your industry and it's fabulous as we think we are we cannot do everything we can you have to you have we all need help we all need help so you have to have a team you have to have a squad so like i always say when we're on this show you have to have your accountant your bookkeeper your lawyer you have to have you have to have those people in your corner you know and in different types of lawyers because they all don't because all of them are not made the same they are not all the same and they and they all do different things and what i love about the attorneys that are in our network is if they don't do it they can refer you to who does that's right and they've already they know well nope i don't do that but this person does and i i appreciate that the same thing with like for me doing tax resolution Mm -hmm. we do taxes and all other stuff but my thing is, is resolution if you have back tax issues you have not filed in all those years we try to make it comfortable for you working through that process because of the the anxiety that comes when you get this letter from the Internal Revenue Service mm-hmm. and you know good and well you haven't done what you're supposed to do or you have this large balance and you're sitting there like, ah, we, we know. And I work with you so that you don't get the other notice that says the United States of, of America versus, you know, right. we work with you beforehand. <laughs> we don't want you to we go get, there. We, before we get those notices, right? Because we've even... In my in my office, you know, being there for ten years, that we've seen some businesses flourish, we've seen some businesses not. But all in all, it is the attitude, the perspective of, you know, we're your, we're here to give you good tax returns and to help you grow that business. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have control over, you know, what you do. I just can give you feedback on ways to grow the business, you know, just you no know, positive feedback. Right. We like we want everybody to win. So we always listen to all of our clients and then we give them honest feedback. You know, sometimes it's extremely positive. 
Sometimes it could be a little negative, but it will be the truth. What we will not do is we will not sugarcoat. But you want to know what, what I love is, is that it's never, I don't look at it as, as negative. I look at it as honest. And sometimes it's mm-hmm. honest because it's not negative if you can't do it. Right. I mean, you right now are not, you're not able to. Right. And I love when 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 potential clients call us and they're they're like, you know, they want to start these businesses and number one, have never started a business before, have no idea of what it entails, and then they tell me, I got two dollars. And we're like, how you gonna you know, just how are you gonna do that? Because the reality of it is most businesses have a start, you know, they have startup costs. Correct. That you have to have in, in order to do it. And have you even thought through, you know, just because you can cook a meal for your family and it's good, does that mean you need to have a restaurant? Sometimes it does and sometimes it doesn't. And so those are the questions you have to look at. What I do admire about home chefs that are very, very good, um, that start their food trucks, that's the way to go. You start small and then you grow. Start small. You don't become a home cook today and then open up in the Bellagio tomorrow. Uh, it doesn't work like that. So you, you have to have realistic you got to walk, expectations. You got to crawl before you walk. Got to crawl before you walk and have before. realistic expectations. What I always tell my clients when they come in and they meet with me and they have a, a great idea for something new, I first find out, do you have the experience? Huh. You know, in this, in this, um, you mean I need experience in to this do category? Yeah, yeah I, have experience. I think that if you if you want to open up a restaurant or a bar, you should have worked in one, in my opinion, um, so that you know how the business runs. If you want to open up a floral shop, I believe you need to work in one. I believe you need to be educated on your business, and the only way to be educated is to have done it for a period of time, so you can take what you learn. Then you go and you open up your own business and you run it the way that you want to, but. And then sometimes, don't get me wrong, you can come up with a great idea about something new that's on the cusp. Now, if you come up with some great new technology, well, of course. I'm different because you don't have any precedence for it. Right. If you come up with some new technology or some new apps or something new, something new that's going to help people, that's a little different, right? But when you're coming up with, you know, with, with new companies where, you know, you have to know the business and be personable and hire other people, you need to have that experience first. But I can say... More information, 702-382-5737, 702-382-5737. We are here for you. We are. And if we you want are. to see what we look like, you can visit our pace, our Facebook page. It's up. Let's talk with Leah and Rhonda. And you can see our smiley faces. You know, I had to get on Rhonda because Rhonda's marketing and we've been working on this for some time. And I'm like, oh, we ready? Are we ready? Are we ready? Are we ready? I'm like, you're marketing. And she would, I mean, just, I, 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 I love being able to have someone that I can work with and we are involved in each other's lives on so many different levels and we bring out the best in each other Mm -hmm. and it makes it it makes it work because we we have different experiences but when we come together it's like everything multiplies and grows right and you know both of us went to Howard University um Lived in Washington, D.C., lived in other cities around the country, and now we are residing here in Las Vegas and making the best of it. Yep. We really are, and we're, and we're enjoying our time here and enjoying our time meeting new people and, and talking about new and upcoming things. So new, that, Yeah, and, it's, and, 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 and doing stuff together because she has marketing, and she gets it, marketing and events, and I, that's what she does, marketing, events, and actually personal styling, photo shoots, just, just doing all of it, putting it together um, she'll make you look fabulous because I was sitting there I was like who was that she was like that's you I was like okay let's move forward but I 
And we have a good time. We yep. have a good time. We, we have do. a good time. And all small businesses, you should be happy and have good times in your business because you spend so much time working on it. It should be something that's more than a business. It should be your passion. It should be something that when you wake up every day, you're excited to go into your office and do whatever work that it is you it, do. Because that excitement changes the dynamics of the business. Because it sure then does. everything. Because if you're looking for something, if, if you, oh, whoa, was me, then it's, oh, this business. But if you, hey, whoa, was, hey, we're going to make this happen. Every day is fabulous. Every day is amazing. And you look at the problems and you handle them differently. That's right. And you walk through them differently. But what I can say is, Rhonda, thank you for everything. I actually am enjoying this show, enjoying working with you, and even working with you through PPP. It was it was exciting. We learned a lot. We met a bunch of different people. We learned about a lot of different industries. And I can tell you that as a small business owner, this is not an easy feat. No. Um, I look at it as, as I would say, baptism by fire. That's right. Baptism by fire. And it's not for the weary. No. It's not for the weary. If you are, if you're passionate about being a business owner and you're willing to work as hard for you as you would for anybody else, because you are, I mean, you said like for me, being a small business owner, the attractiveness to me was setting my own calendar. Right. And being able to have the flexibility because I had young a young child at the time mm-hmm. and we still we still needed to eat, but I couldn't go anywhere and sit from 9 to 5. I had to, you know, drop off at school, pick up from school, and I wanted the flexibility to be able to do that because my relationship with my child was very important. Mm-hmm. And it seems to have worked out because, you know, next month we can talk about Monopoly because now Nasir's new thing is Monopoly. <laughs> so he's learning how to play Monopoly. And at an amazing, he's 10 years old. But what I love is by him learning to play Monopoly, learning how money works, learning the importance of how you move the pieces around the board and the different emotions that go with when you got to pay your mama, you know, $1,500 because you landed on a property. You know, just just the, just the differences in emotionally how you deal with stuff. And mm-hmm. being a small business owner, sometimes it's the, you know, you got to deal with the emotions. You got to deal with vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You got to, I mean, it's just all these things that come up and you, you got to have a healthy mind. Yep. As a small business owner, you have in, in your health, you have to be healthy. That's right. You know, you got to take care of you. Self-care. Mm-hmm. We talked about that before. And I think me and you, we, well, we're kind of good at self-care. We, we're great in that yeah, department. We're great. We're amazing at self-care. But all those things are important. Talking about the whole person mm-hmm. and being an entrepreneur. But until next month, because I know we're, um, we're about to get off the air. It's been an amazing Saturday morning. I'm glad that we are here with you. Three. Yeah, yeah. Three. I'm glad that we have had this time to spend with you today um, as a small business owner. And we're we're very happy to talk to you. Um, and again, if you have any questions for us, hit us on the Facebook page. Facebook page? Too? Yeah. Facebook page too. If you have or, any- or, or, or 702-382-5737. 702-382-5737. Yeah, because remember, we want all of our small businesses in Nevada to grow and prosper. We are about, what, uh, 60 days away from being open 100%. I'm very excited about that. Countdown. 
Um, I'm very excited that the death rate regarding COVID-19 pandemic has gone down. Uh, People are still testing positive, and that's okay because people are beating it now. People know how to fight, so they know how to to beat COVID-19. And the vaccinations, and the last time we talked about that. Right, and then, you know, the the vaccinations are available for people who want those. So for people who want them, they are available. You know, um, you see the the commercials. I mean, there are several different places that are giving them out. And then uh, I understand that Walgreens has started to give them out. That's what I was told. So anyway... Um, be health, be healthy, be safe. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. Wash have your hands. Fun. Stay strong. We can survive. We can survive. We're almost there. And then happy birthday to me next month. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to yeah. Me. We're yes. a little early, but but happy birthday <laughs> to Miss Leah next month, March 16th. It's going to be so much better than 2020 because 2020 we were crying because we because we, we closed down. We had to close our businesses, but now this year, yay! yay! We are going to celebrate. We, we will celebrate. be celebrating. The the business is still open and and we've had you know we we we've dealt with everything that's thrown at us this last you year know what? I we're still standing i'm gonna try something different though i think i'm gonna celebrate the whole month of march i think you should from march 1st to march okay so i think birthdays will start on march all 1st. right march okay. 1st start you can send the ca- cards candy and flowers she will accept them starting but, march 1st but las vegas thank you so much thank you for joining us today this beautiful saturday morning and we look forward to seeing you soon say bye leah bye peace and blessings you have been listening to a paid program sponsored by Crawford Management Group and Smart Time Consultants. Please be advised that the voices and opinions you heard do not necessarily represent the views of KUMV Las Vegas, the University of Nevada Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education.